Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. And I'm T. And it could be a short app because there's no NFL news. There's not much. There's not a yeah, whole very lot. little. Not much we to made shake a, a stick at. We made the impromptu decision that T and I will lead a NFL Mayo mock draft at some point this week. We're gonna split the first round. I don't know if we're going to speculate on trades or anything, but that should be a fun experiment, a little thought experiment. I don't know if we'll do trades. I've thought about it, but I've also There will be trades. There will be, and I think it'd be interesting because I've already thought in my head like Denver and possibly like Chicago might move up um, into like – into the I top think, ten, into like the top eight or top seven. So. Yeah, New England is another one of them. Yep, New England. So I don't know. I don't think we'll probably we probably won't do trades, but we'll see. I don't. It, de- depending, it depends. Depending on how much we end up finding stuff to talk about today, this could either be a prelude to that, um, or we could get an episode here, and then you get a mock episode to lead us into our draft episode, where we're gonna talk to each other live during the, the first round and uh, record the whole fucking time so it won't be live to you but it'll be live to us and you'll hear yep. our real-time reactions um but we have the benefit of like cutting anything if i say something like awful about Kirk cousins that i don't want to be public or something like that um it's gonna I, I, be I, hard to stay uh you know non-controversial with our football takes it's tough i mean especially like on a show where i've I get you angry know. during drafts sometimes. Overdrafted. I've like, I, I realize that I just like hate every quarterback we ever talk about, except for my own, which is ridiculous. I, I mean, like, I'm like very mean to quarterbacks. I'm mean about Luke's Wentz. Like, I'm mean about I, I don't I'm like mean about generational Lawrence. number one you overall talent. Yeah. I don't I like. Love, I do love Tom. Brady. Uh, I don't like most quarterbacks in general. I like Fields, which is odd. Usually. You're closeted against Ohio State. Well, because he, balled I'm a fan out. Of he balled out and he was gutsy in the in the playoffs this year. I really enjoyed it. Um and and I you know, you're right. Normally I, I am kind of like fuck Ohio State, but these days I love Justin Fields and we were talking about it the same way Stephen A's talking about it, how how do we live in a world where Justin Fields was the number two quarterback at the end of the season? No games have been played. Nothing. No stories have come out about Justin Fields being a bad person. Hasn't done anything fucking weird, unlike maybe some other p- potential draft po- prospects. It's a rumor. <laughs> um, but uh, Fields is like, he was number two, and now people have him like plummeting. I've seen mock drafts that have him going pick 24 and like shit like that. You know what I mean? So that's it's like, crazy. So yeah. I, I would don't tear understand my how, hair out. I, I would literally under- tear my hair out. So discuss with me uh, why you guys think that. All of a sudden, and I know T, you love Wilson. I know that uh, we all like, you know, we there's. I can't disagree that the kid's got good tape, and uh, people like Trey Lance. I can't disagree that he is, you know, got a lot of potential. But I think Fields should be the cut and dried number two to Lawrence, and I don't understand why a lot of people are pushing the the narrative or the scenario that he's not worthy of that. I'll let T go. I understand why. Like people think he should be the number two, and I th- and don't get me wrong. Even though I love Zach Wilson, I I love Justin Fields too, and I've said it on here. I think he will succeed in the NFL, especially if he gets picked third to the San- to the Forty Nineers. Ooh, 
Like, like I, I was talking to Aiden that's earlier. That's the spot for any he, QB. He could be, and anyone that goes there, including maybe even Mac Jones, if he gets drafted there. I really could, do. He could be a, I mean, a Super Bowl type guy in year one or two. I the reason why he couldn't. That team, the team is set up to go team. right now. The team yeah, is stacked. Yeah. So I mean, I under and. There in every draft you usually see a guy that slips, like Aaron Rodgers sure. or Deshaun sure. Watson, and that guy usually pans out. It's usually the guy that sits in the green room and is getting embarrassed on national television, and he comes out and he swags out and balls. So I wouldn't worry too much if he does drop. Like right. that's almost, to me, it's almost just like. They're overanalyzing him, and he's not getting enough props, whether it's because he is an African-American quarterback and we see them slide more often than not compared to, like, you know, a white quarterback. And that's just – that's, like, fact. That that just happens, like, always. No matter – like, Lamar Jackson, Teddy Bridgewater – Deshaun Watson. 30th picks and shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? People are this, having to trade Lamar up. Lamar Jackson and to get Teddy Bridgewater were completely different styles, though, of quarterback. Like, well, there no, were legitimate Teddy, concerns what I'm about saying is, Lamar's throwing, but his running was, like, better than any running quarterback ever, probably. Well, and Teddy Bridgewater and, was heralded as an offensive savant. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he, he tore like, it up at Louisville. Pass. At Louisville, he broke oh, records. I, like They were I both mean, at Louisville. That's true. Yep. So they both were, I mean... They both, like, were bawling out in college, and they didn't get the love that, like, if they were white, they probably would have been a first overall pick, both of them, just Brady because Quinn of the stats they put up. Brady Quinn dropped a 22nd in the green room tee, and he didn't pan out the way you're talking about. Let me tell that's you. That's true. He's one of my, one of my favorite Browns. Notre Dame boys of all time, but you're right. It's the Browns, and that's just a whole different <laughs> And whole that's different a then that's a whole other thing. Usually when these teams drop – it's someone like the Packers or the old Texans who used to be run pretty good or, you know what I mean, a, a good organization trading – or the Vikings or the, a good organization trading – Yeah, usually trading, they'll trade up to grab them. Trading back Tyrod, into the first Tyrod round. Tyrod is going to be the feel-good story of the year. I've already said that once on the show. I like that take. I, I hope it is. going to be the feel-good story of the year in, in Houston. I hope I so. I think Houston is going to implode this – coming season and maybe the worst team they've in been the imploding sir and it's only getting but worse. i think they're i think they're going to be like number one pick in the draft slotting pot- sure. potentially so who's which i don't know if that would necessarily be a feel good oh who? I, I, yeah. I don't even want to speculate right now right if deshaun watson's going to be playing football yeah oh for sure i think oh i wasn't even that. saying that i was saying who's the number one pick quarterback next year oh i misunderstood too sorry sorry i, I sorry i didn't know I, what you were saying because i have no idea i have not even looked into it enough it was so well, clear cut that everyone knew lawrence was going to be the guy for like the whole time he was in college um right. i told you earlier dj uyangalale from yeah Clemson. but i think, I think he's that a sophomore next i think year. he's got one more year yeah. Um, he's going to be a potential number one guy. There's Sam Howell from North Carolina, who's eh. There's um, he's like Ohio State's got a bunch of young guys. He's Mitch Trubisky, Sam Howell. Yeah, pr- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there are like JT Daniels, who's at Georgia, might be draft eligible. Um, he was a really highly rated recruit. What about he's that kid from uh, Cincinnati that I always thought? 
Man, I could turn Ooh, him I into Dak Prescott. Was his Prescott. last name Ritter, Ritter or something? De- like Desmond Ritter? Yeah. Is he drafted? Yeah, he eligible? came back for his senior. Yeah, he he could have came out this year. He came back for another year. Smart Dude, Fickle's move. Fickle's got it. Fickle smart has move. got it. I, it is smart. Um, yeah. There will be a couple risers for sure. There will be young guys that declare that have good traits. Players like, off the top of my head, Bo Nix, Auburn, high recruit out of high school, a lot of arm talent, hasn't mm-hmm. really panned out much. There will be players like that that will like potentially have a good year this year. and then Right. I think um, Nothing Alabama is going to be starting a really, really highly touted kid. Last name Young, I believe. And uh, I don't know where he's at with his years. If he's going to be draft eligible, I'm not Trey sure. That's Young, a good question. Point guard. But we have we have a we have a we have a draft coming up soon, so maybe we shouldn't be doing the old 2022 mock draftathon yet. Oh well, well, listen, as soon as I know, I was it's just, always like, all right, on to the next one. Well, yeah, and I was just, you know, it's a quarterback heavy draft, and usually when it's quarterback heavy one year, you're going to get a quarterback drought, like. For sure. In the next year right. or two, and or maybe in the next few years, like you won't you won't see the talent. Next to you, next you'll see, you'll see the guy. Funny thing, and like Wentz talent coming out. There's also other like scenarios, like Thayer Mumford, Ohio State's left tackle, was like a three year contributor to your starter, I believe. Could have easily came out and been drafted, but he must have saw like, oh my god, there's so many offensive linemen that are good this year. I'm gonna come back for my fifth year. Or whatever the hell he like, he had another year he took because everyone got the free COVID year, and I think he's doing that because he knows he'll make way more money next year. So hopefully right. there's some of that holdover. Um, but yeah, I would like Dude, to this... see Tyrod be a feel good story. I feel I feel for that him would be cool. As best possible, best possible uh, kind of headline that could happen for Houston at this point. Yeah, God, they have a lot. They have a lot of bad going on. <laughs> bad getting worse. Um, so, good. so this whole draft yeah. is like it's all offense. There's like maybe five or six defensive players, literally the whole first round that'll be selected. If that, do you agree with I that? I could name you the ones that I like right off the top of my head. Kind of draft. It is Patrick a show. Wet the appetite of yeah. your, of your up of your forthcoming mock preceding our draft episode. Like who who yeah. who are your favorite prospects? Especially since we got caught, uh, cut off a little last week. Right, and so I said earlier off pod that this draft kind of has it all. And when it comes to talent, you've got your surefire guys at the top. You've got very deep position pools, notably wide receiver and offensive line. But you've also got very very highly rated high school athletes coming into college, five star type guys that for whatever reason didn't contribute or pan out the way that you would have expected for their college career, but they're still declaring early, like a Davis Mills and uh, one of his offensive linemen, both of, at Stanford, both of them five stars. And they're going to come into this draft, not very uh, proven, but those are the kind of guys you can snag up with high upside, high intangibles in the middle rounds, which normally they would be going pushing towards the upper uh, first couple, three rounds in a draft where there wasn't such depth. So like Davis Mills, I actually like, I think he's got great potential because he was like the number one QB, number one recruit of his class. He only played a few games this year. He's got traits. He's the kind of guy I take a shot on. Other people are high on people or the guys uh, like, what's his name? The guy to Texas A&MT, the QB. 
Uh, Kellen Can't Mond. Think of him off the top of my head. yeah, Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond was a four-year starter and never really got better. Like he has good traits. He's athletic. He's got a cannon arm. Who would you rather have? Well, if I'm going for the second wave in the second or third round, I'd probably rather have the more high upside guy. That's just me. Even so, because what's your hit rate for second and third round QBs ever, all time? But yeah, we're thinking good. defensive players. There are a lot of good offensive players, but specifically defense, the guys that I would love to see on my team or just watch play. Patrick Sertain Jr. Mm-hmm. Then you've got J.C. Horn, uh, which is... What's his name? The Joe Horn son. Both of them really, really good. Mm-hmm. Caleb Farley I actually like, but he's got the back issues. Yeah, Micah Parsons, really as much as I dislike how he handled his Ohio State recruiting, a la going on the ESPN game day set, or the college game day set, and like tweeting about how <laughs> JT Barrett shouldn't be starting and Dwayne Haskins should be starting. Oh and I'm God. like, all right. And tell then we stopped for a second. Yeah, Stop that happened. Tell, us, tell that story. Cause I don't know it. Okay. So it was him. And I want to say maybe even Jackson Carmen who ended up going to Clemson, but they came to like a big visit. I can't remember who Ohio state was playing. Um, it was at Ohio state college game day. You had Herb street there. Herb street for some fucking reason, invited them up on the game day set. And everyone's like, that's not allowed on Twitter. Like you can't do that. That is an that's improper, sketchy. impermissible yeah. benefit yeah, or whatever to right. recruit. And, like, live during the game, they're like, Dwayne Haskins should be starting. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not good. And then we stopped recruiting him. Five-star guy, goes to Penn State. He has – I don't think he's got, like, character concerns that are, like, bad per se, but they're more like the goofball knucklehead. Like, why would you say that during a game when you're visiting that school type of deal? Um, Yeah. But – his play speaks for himself. I don't know if I've ever seen a linebacker, middle linebacker specifically, that can blitz that well coming out of college. Like, he is a blitz phenom. Like, he might not have pass coverage or ne- even necessarily, like, soundness in the run lanes because he's kind of just flying all over tracking the ball. He's but a he's a sack run hit master. Kind of like Devin White, um, but better yeah. at blitzing. He's not going to be quite as fast Listen, as Devin White, but he's very athletic. The Vikings aren't... We aren't necessarily in need of a linebacker, especially a middle linebacker with Kendricks. But, like, oh my gosh, if he's available at 14, you have got to take that He's fun. He is, you know what's weird? Like a best player available type guy. And I could, I would love that. Odd comp, but like when I watch him pass rush. He reminds me of Jamal Adams when he pass rushes, which Jamal Adams is a very good pass. It's like a smaller dude who will just fuck you up on the way to the quarterback anyway. And Parsons is the same way to me. Like he doesn't necessarily have a soundness of like an Ohio State pass rushing guy where you fucking long arm, then do a secondary move. Like he's coming in there and just fucking destroying pools. And I really would... I don't know. I don't think the Bears will take him with Roquan. That'd be really cool to see. The teams be with the 3-4 defenses with the two, like the Navarro, Bowman, Patrick Willis kind, mm-hmm. that's the best defense in my opinion because you're not doing shit over the middle. And you better not try to run up the middle at all off the guards either. Fiendin for this so draft, who do we, man. Fiendin for draft but, night. Who else, who else do we got on defense? Christian Barmore, the big defensive uh, interior defensive lineman from Alabama who can pass rush really well. He's one of those guys, I don't know, I think it's a fairly safe pick to take an interior lineman from Alabama lately. I'm just saying. They're going to at least contribute. And he's like a 20-plus 
uh, pick type of guy. He's not going to go in the very top. Quiddy Pay. Um, I don't, you know, Quiddy Pay, he's an unbelievable athlete, but I'm not really seeing it. The whole Michigan thing. Michigan gets really good recruits, or they did at least before they had an exodus from their program like they are right now. But they have guys like Rashawn Gary, number one player in their draft, who is super, super talented, super athletic, who'd get like four sacks in a season. And like, are they just not getting coaching there? I don't understand. That's what I've so the players like come into the league and they're not hitting the ground running. No. Ohio yeah. State players have are the best pass rushers coming out of college anymore. Yeah. And Luke. I just watched the Ohio State spring game. Can I talk about it for a second? I know I'm doing I, all the talking. I, I love spring games, dude. I wish I, I, I didn't catch Notre Dame's. Okay, so we can even, like, if people, if you want to bump this to the end. No, not at all. Okay, I'll just talk show. about it. So it's whatever we want. Talk. I was watching this Ohio State spring game. I'm like, okay, cool, intrigue. We have three. Uh, I, I think they're all still considered freshman quarterbacks, two of them red shirt, vying for that Fields job. CJ Stroud, Jack Miller, Kyle McCord. Um, all of them fucking super talented. I, it looks like CJ's job. Then you've got our wide receivers who, and this is not hyperbole, maybe the best position group ever, people are saying, at wide receiver, like of all time. Um, but they are definitely the best I've ever seen at Ohio State, and they may be better than these Alabama teams lately. Fuck. We have the number two wideout Garrett Wilson from three years ago. Then we have Julian Fleming, number one from two years ago, two or one year ago, whatever. And then this last year was Emeka Egbuka, number one wide receiver. So that's su- super good guys. None of them are Olave. None of them are Marvin Harrison Jr. Busting wow. off routes, spraying banana clips, <laughs> catching the first touchdown of the spring game. None of them are all Jackson Smith and Jigba, who makes the craziest catches I've ever seen. Like, it's so stacked, it's silly. Their fifth or sixth stringer could break records at any other school. I it's love it. wild. And their coach is Brian Hartline. Competition. Really? Yes. He's the My one who's winning all these people. Just just snagging. Dude, Hartline was a hell of a little receiver, wasn't he? The man who yeah, slayed Urban Meyer was Zach Smith, wide receiver coach. And then Hartline's like, ah, I'm in the area. And then yeah. comes in and wins like national recruiter of the year like three times or some Heartline, shit. Hartline um, was a nice little gym to have on your fantasy roster back in his time. Yes, yeah, and back uh, in the it was day like day. him and Anthony Gonzalez, who went to the Colts, is now a Republican like congressional delegate in Ohio. Yeah. Did you know that? But yeah. he's a good one. He's a good yeah, one. Yeah, he is a good one. He yeah. goes against like some of the craziness. Um, yeah. So another thing, we have Nick, or we have Joey Bosa, then we have Nick Bosa, then we have Chase Young. It's like, oh man, we we don't have a generational pass a pass rush talent right now. Lo and behold, Jack Sawyer, who was ranked higher than all of those guys coming out of high school, local guy from Ohio. I have never seen a player dominate a spring game like this, especially a early enrollee true freshman. He had four sacks, and th- like two or three of them were strip sacks, and he was just like play- like toying with the offensive tackles. Even oh, when he wasn't getting sacks, he was like throwing the tackle into the backfield. Mm. And he he was literally like getting like scooping the dirt to dip under and stuff. He's like six four two sixty. That's crazy. I'm like, dude, we're so spoiled. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're so he's nasty. gonna. I mean, it's just he's gonna blow thing. up. Like the the recruiting is nasty. Um, and Ohio State. I mean, a team that was just nasty. in the natty is gonna get some uh, good recruits. <laughs> oh, is that Willoughby? That's Bug. Bug. Mm, bug, get down. Tino's Bug. Yeah, 
my new cat is spectacular. Um, we love cats. On this so show. we were also going to talk about Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to intro this one T? Uh, I mean, I wasn't that informed on it until just recently. I don't know if he's privy oh, to okay. the conversation where he had like a, like a series of tweets where he's like, I am all about football. And that was sort of in response to this idea or notion yeah. that, like, did he have something that was misconstrued, Aiden, or did he make I a statement? I think he or, did. Because, like, I mean, that's I not the first time that Trevor like, Lawrence if he had, had a, a chip weird on his ass shoulder. statement. You know what I mean? Like, misconstrued, but go ahead. Sound, believe... it, wait up. It sounded like gotcha journalism a little bit, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But they, from what I heard, they asked if he, like, had a chip on his shoulder, and he's basically like, no. And... I think he was basically saying, like, I love football. Football's, like, everything to me. But, like, I'd be fine if I wasn't playing it. Like, I'm comfortable with who I am and stuff. And I could walk away from the game. Like, I do it because I love it, not because I need it and stuff. And people are like, is that the kind of QB you want to lead your team? And me and T almost started to get into a conversation about this. But we stopped short. Like, save it for the pod. But it kind of reminded us of Andrew Luck coming out of Stanford. Like, super smart, always, like top recruit guy and he didn't need football generational guy and then you go to a team that sucks probably get sacked like 50 fucking times and then if you don't really need football after three years of that you're like fuck man and you already made and you already made your wealth you're gonna walk away before 30 and i'm not saying that's gonna happen with trevor lawrence at all because i'm i'm it sure could but i'm hoping just for the sake of the man that he doesn't get sacked that many times and injured like Andrew Luck. Oh, for Luck. the sake of the sport. Because, that, well, that and that too, he yeah. He comes in as a phenom and then... Like, if Andrew you know, Luck the was, was the still The Patriots weren't the Patriots before Brady. That's just, you know what I mean? Like, the right. Patriots were, like, you know, Bledsoe was fantastic Good. at that point. Yeah. And, like, the, they had had some, like, you know, shine here and there. But, like, they weren't thought of as like this top tier team that was like the pittsburgh no. of the world the fucking san francisco is like brady grew up a goddamn joe montana fan so it's like yep. i would love for jacksonville to suddenly be a powerhouse and be and be like given this opportunity to to not be the jaguars like you know what i mean like i would love that i'm not rooting against it i'm just saying like it's sort of death sentencey and a lot of quarterbacks haven't been able to do it none of those quarterbacks had the the prowess that uh, Trevor Lawrence has, but I'm, it's a tough situation. It is, and and now that I and the more I think about the comment that comment he made, the more I, the more it does kind of make me worry. And maybe it isn't. Maybe they are being correct, reading into it a little bit, just because like the guys with the chip on their, you almost want a guy with a chip on his shoulder, correct? Like right. Don't you? Yeah, it's up for debate. I mean, you know who used to make comments like this, and it, it really like it was in the peak of me like being uh, like I mean peak obsession with the sport, playing it every day, breathing it, living mm-hmm. it. Jared Allen used to say stuff like that on the Vikings, where he's like, "I play football, but like I'm not sitting around talking about football and thinking about football. I'm hunting and living life and shit." Right. And it really rubbed me the complete wrong way. But he a wasn't kid. a quarterback, for sure. But he is a he is a franchise player. Uh, but I mean? he also hunted on the football field, and it's a little bit different He's when fantastic, you're the one getting but murdered. I'm just, you know what but I mean? I, but do you see? But do you see my I point? Is saying. like no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. These players can still be 
the number – I mean, don't get me – do not get it twisted for one second. Jared Allen was the number one at his job for at least a, for at least a few years. Oh, and definitely. So, like, he was able yeah. to do that and also be like have that mentality. Do you see what I mean? So I, I, I understand yes, he's not the yes. quarterback, but, I mean, Trevor Lawrence has already shown uh, in, like, never losing a game ever in, like, top fucking t- – I mean, he did, but you see what I'm saying? Like, top tier uh, programs his entire, like – semi-professional career right that right. he's willing to put and, the work in and we'll, have a heisman and, trophy to show it like you know what i mean and he could have easily opted out and still made his money and made yeah. and been number one overall correct aiden yeah and he would have if he would have not played last season he, he was the number one the moment he went into college football and mm-hmm. he was getting sacked hard by notre dame and ohio state and i remember thinking like man you could like you have to have heart for the game if you're taking these amounts of hits. Imagine how much money, God forbid, it would cost him if you know he had a serious injury and on yeah, one of those hits. Yeah, he got COVID. And he got COVID. And he got COVID. I forgot Lost about Notre that. Dame because of it. Cha-ching. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Emil. I have Thanks nothing but respect for him. My only issue is this: he's he's been one of those anointed one types. I think that's why he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder. The guy's literally like never lost more than a handful of games. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, he's always been the best. Which My only will, issue is without a doubt change when he plays. Yes, for, my he's issue not gonna is walk not in and go thirteen wins with my. Team. Yeah, no. my issue is not can he handle adversity. It's how long will he do it? Because there are some quarterbacks. It's like, what do you mean? How long will I do it? As long as the NFL will employ me, I will try. But mm-hmm. like. What if you're Lawrence and you're like, hey, I really don't need this. Um, and now you've had three fucking years of getting pounded and Urban's now on the out and you've never got talent around you or some shit. And it's like, fuck, I really don't want to do this anymore. He's, well, Cause if- he's really just, Jared Allen has had adversity that he fought through. He went to a very small school. That's he true. came in, worked his way up as like a do long you- snapper. Mm-hmm. Like what That's happens true. when That's Lawrence a hits point. a couple years of adversity is my only worry. I still That's think he's point. the number right. one guy. No, that's. Mm-hmm. I think that's legit. I just wonder. Yeah. Well, I tell you what happens if if that's the case in year three is my man like says I'm not I'm not coming back to the jag the Jaguars and he gets signed to a god team and then maybe gets another bite at the apple after with that like, if with it's, like if Belichick it's still, or something right something after that yeah. if he falls on his face then I I understand but and you know this is barring injury like Luck was the anointed one just like this it was like Manning Luck and this dude are like the only quarterbacks I can think of that have ever been like you're saying like the heir apparent this way. And so, there's only been a few. I think Elway was like that um, back yeah, in, before my but, time, but but you're but, right. but yeah, you're right. Absolutely in, right. In our time, yeah, you're absolutely right. So, thanks, John Elway, for not uh for pulling the old Eli Manning on the Baltimore Colts or Eli wishes well, I think he it was, had a it was to play indie. professional it was indie. baseball. Huh? That guy you, sucks Eli... at choosing. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're all right. I was gonna say Elway sucked at picking quarterbacks. Thank God he's not gonna be the one like calling the shots. Well, yeah, yeah, and he and he could never win the big game, like until late in his career. He won those back-to-back Super Bowls like in '97 and '98 for the Broncos. And, he waited around a long time. And I mean, it didn't happen until he got like Terrell Davis, who only I mean, played a, like three I'm years. A, I'm a fan. Of Elway, I I will nah. you will hear no Elway slander from me in terms of his game. I love that. Well, shit. in terms of his game, no. But he did say he was going to play with his the Yankees 
if the Colts yeah. were gonna select him. Oh, he sure did. Yeah, that was some he bullshit. sure did do that. Yeah. Punk move, in my opinion. It's a punk move. It is. But question: but you have the leverage. You do. So. Hit me. Yeah, hit me. So John, uh, Jim McMahon, almost a John Elway. Jim McMahon was, I think he got interviewed or some shit, and he absolutely railed on the Bears. He said mm-hmm. Chicago is where quarterbacks go to die. And a lot of people regard him as like our greatest modern QB. You know what I mean? So, sure. yeah, of course that fucking sucks, but we all know it. All the Bears know, all Bears fans know that. My yeah, question to you guys is this straight up is Chicago, maybe it's all of these things together, but specifically like the weather, the fan base, the media market, like impossible to cultivate like a good quarterback? Like, what is it? Is it like the weather is so no. bad? That it's just not like conducive. No, I I don't think. Have that's you ever the thrown case. a football outside when you lived it's... in Chicago, Luke? No, Is I it understand. impossible, Luke? Yeah, <laughs> I have lived in Chicago, and 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 baseballs and footballs can both easily be thrown in that city. Um, I, here's the thing: it's like so. There's a couple aspects, right? Aiden, you've been banging the drum on it uh, since the jump. Since the jump, uh, that the Bears front office is just a, a bungled mess. Uh, the way they draft is a bungled mess, and the th- and and that's not new. Uh, so like that is a key aspect. The other uh, the other part of it, in my opinion, is the Bears' identity, which is not new. Is we are a defense. You know what I mean? Like we are the monsters of the midway. Uh, the the only other like iconic ID you also have to your name is like. Running kind backs. of a, a running back factory like i mean and so in in terms of gail sayers walter payton um but matt mostly, forte matt forte but mostly i mean not defense. not of the level but yes mostly Still very defense. good i mean buckus i mean you're 80 and look at your 85 defense with singletary and those boys it's like they, that's regarded as the best Ron of all time so um leslie frazier um but uh you know a lot of coaches so, for sure um so i think that's the other part of it is when you're playing to have a big strong defense and a running game the quarterback and this is an nfc north thing that's not even the bears this is an nfc north thing it's like you're playing uh to to have like game manager quarterbacks that hand off the ball and get and then your defense handles but, the fucking uh, lunch like every fucking lunch other but listen hat. i also Shit. think that it has a You're, lot to do with, with the weather. It does because I'm. I mean, look at yes, the. It, I agree with what you're saying. They have terrible owners to start. That's the the McCaskey family is just from what I've heard. They're just horrible. I don't know what it is about them. If they don't put out enough money to for finances, they're nonchalant. They don't give a fuck. They just don't care. They know they're gonna make their money. They know they're gonna make their money because there's so many Bears fans. It's like the Cubs ownership then. The every until, Cubs until owner. we brought in, you know, homeboy Theo and everything to get the the W's. even right. So, but like, now they left content. and it's going it's going but back. But you're right though. It's like we can sell out Wrigley Field if the Cubs suck because we'll exactly. the Cubs. Right. So it's the so it's the same type same type deal. It's not right. And historically listen, speaking, think of the 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 bad weather cities without a dome, right? I mean, their quarterback situations are far and few between, for the most That's part. That's what I'm trying to say. Buffalo, Rantar- Rantar- I'm, I'm thinking of, of Buffalo. No dome. Uh, they went from 
uh, Jim Kelly, and now they have Josh Allen. What's that, like 40 years? Josh in... Allen looked bad in the AFC Championship game. I'm just curious. Yeah, do you but guys... he's very good. Do you guys know just who saying. Tom Brady is? Like, well, who yeah, but who, would... drive, who plays in the driving snow? Or what about before until... him, though? Sure. I'm less concerned that's about what that. I'm saying. Like, it's I've bef- never it's lived in Chicago, but far. like, literally, how bad is the wind there? Is it because like what yeah, other city has bad, that kind of a wind issue? It's in, you're right. I mean, it's, I'm not worried right about on the water. snow. You're right on the lake. Like, I, I'll, I'll give you that. But I, I'll give you the wind. But I, I think that we've seen lots of quarterbacks play in like cold weather, and it's been fine. Like Farvin Rogers did it. Again, Brady I'm not worried it. about wind. You, you, or, I'm sorry, I'm not worried about cold. I'm not worried about the cold. Mahomes, I think really? that we. I, I think that's such I a think big wind excuse is the to enemy. give somebody. I don't know. No, so I, I think it's more say, you haven't drafted correctly. That's is, what I think. I think it's, it's a think blend more. of like all of these things. I think potentially Chicago is like naturally more difficult to acclimate to for QBs than maybe even anywhere else. Could, but well, let me said, ask you this. Let me ask you this. Would Desha- do you believe that Desha- if you had Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes on your team right now or the last two years, would you be not only a like a like a Super Bowl contender? Because I think you would be. You know, with that. Defense. You know, you'd love to say that, but let me let me run you through what Mitch dealt with his first year. Like that was the Jordan Howard tenure, where it was. Uh, John Fox is the coach. It was like, all right, run, run, pass, punt. Run, run, pass, punt. And they were making fun of it in the broadcaster booth saying that. And Mitch's best receiver was like Kendall Wright, who was like a cast off from Tennessee. I think you, like, you know I've what I'm seen, saying? I think I've seen a yeah. lot of quarterbacks, both in Minnesota and Green Bay, play at Soldier Field and have a just fine, a fine time throwing a football. I think it's your fault. Like, I think that's not a fair excuse. I think okay. I think you're mostly right. I mean, I wasn't really trying think... to say, like, I'm giving them excuses. I am angry with them. Because, of course, you have a better shot of hitting if you get either of those two QBs because they're better than Trubisky. Right. But right. I'm what I was going to get to is that, like, yeah, we have the identity in the NFC North, but, like, Goddamn, dude! Green Bay's had two Hall of Famers back to back. Like, yeah, and Stafford on, was incredible and, for so and three long. Three on their record, like Bart Starr too. Like, you guys ha- yeah. also had Favre in this like yeah. time that best we've been season, kids and adults. Of his like, career. yeah, dude, like we've had no one. Cutler was like never even that good. Cutler was above average. Uh, just to be honest, he was a Pro Bowler as a Bear. Right, but so was Mitch. But uh, yeah, but he didn't that's win as good as we get. Yeah, I think he Cutler never won is definitely Jack. the best. I think, I think the only Cutler's the best quarterback in Bears franchise history, dude. Like I, I know that's, that's crazy. sad. That's what I'm saying. That's I'm sad. saying like, look that's at the history. All but, of the other yeah. teams have quarterbacks, and unless they're really young teams, like what the fuck is it about Chicago? I'm not giving him an excuse per se, but I definitely think that that specific setup is just fucking difficult for a QB. If you got navigate. the front office that can't draft with a dick and your identity since the 19 fucking twenties is to be this way. I think it's hard to break out of that mold. And I think you, the next time the bears are back in the playoffs and making deep runs and going to the super bowl is when you have a crazy linebacking core again and a defense that keeps that's offense the way up I the field. like it. I like it too, but that's why it's happening. The problem is we brought in Nagy. It was like, I want to get this offense running like a goddamn horse race. 
I want fucking people sprinting out there to catch deep, deep bombies. And that deep Chicago's bombies. not built like that. No, you get. I feel like you get one little swirl, and Nick Nick Foles can't fucking put enough pepper on it. Put a lid mean? on it. So you think you'd be okay if they put a lid on Soldier Dude, Field? Would you I be alright with that? I think I'd be okay uh, with. Any... I don't want to see it, but like it would definitely help the team. I I'd think, be okay sure. putting a lid on Wrigley Field. I, mean, I was gonna say that's the other thing is man you like that's the thing is that you don't even I know you're talking to two Cubs fans you're talking to two Cubs fans who have to watch them try to hit home runs when thirty mile winds are blowing at them and they do it so I'm like I, yeah. I don't know I don't know dick all about but football. listen or about also <laughs> it it's it goes the other either. way too Luke I saw uh, who are you looking at oh my wife keeps t- uh, ducking in here and there she goes hey <laughs> the Bears suck she mouthed to me. And I was like, I knew yeah, it. Yeah, hey, it goes married. the other way at Wrigley, too. The Cubs gave up four home runs in the first inning tonight, Luke. Yeah. It, oh, oh, god damn it. I said to Taylor, I was like, yo, Cubs are on ESPN on Sunday. Remind me, because be, I haven't got to watch a Cubs game all season. I, yeah, I don't know where to watch well, them. I we, have a marquee or some shit. Yeah, I can't watch them either, and I'm in central Illinois, so it's – it's a whole messed up thing. But I they, hate it when hey, that happens. They lost by 11 runs, so, you know. Well, I guess I didn't miss Ooh. anything. I'd rather be podcasting with you guys about fucking Trevor Lawrence and shit. It's good. At least I didn't bet on it, right? I did. Yeah. He did. He I did. Have. So that's oh, our thoughts on the matter, Aiden. I, I, <coughs> I, I have a, <laughs> I have another uh, uh, little, little piece I want to bring up to you guys if you're ready. Yeah, hit me. So, uh, Julian Edel- Julian Edelman retired. Uh, oh, something that's no. happened since Gosh, our last don't episode. bring this up. Uh, and don't tell me. I'm a fan. Uh, very impressed with what uh, his career uh, became. Uh, it sparked my my memory thinking about him when you talked about Terrell Davis earlier. Because you think of a guy who like works his way from like special teams into a pivotal role and stuff. Terrell Davis, of course, being a Hall of Famer, uh, but that's where people started chit-chatting on the internet about whether or not Julian Edelman was a Hall of Famer. I know my opinion, and I'll get there, but I want to know what you two think. No. Also, no. Um, This will be boring because it's three no's, but some people think he is. Uh, I don't think it's necessary. I saw a stat that doesn't have – if you don't have Heinz Ward in the Hall of Fame, then Julian Edelman shouldn't sniff it. Yeah, I mean, I mean to be off. just to be honest, if and that's just and so that's just better just I test that are not in the hall. Of exactly, so many. He's the beneficiary of Tom Brady, and to be sure, he is an awesome story and a great football player with iconic moments. But a few iconic moments in the playoffs does not a Hall of Fame a fame career make, in my opinion. Did um, didn't people have with the same exact? Didn't people have the same exact conversation with when Welker? retired like isn't this the same i believe thing? so i think yeah. so yeah and i like edelman and i think he uh has a night a really nice story so julian edelman not a hall of famer no uh, you heard it you heard it here first um moving right along there's a there's a, a rumor of brewing that the nfl might let people wear single digit numbers that aren't just like quarterbacks and kickers and punters Yuck. um i'm Love into it, it. I think it's I love tasty, it. and I like I like seeing the NFL loosen up a little bit on like some archaic rules. Um, I mean, we've been we've been wanting college players to keep their single digits, especially now that it's like really in vogue. Like it's super fashionable uh, for for people in the past like ten twenty seasons to 
rock whatever numbers in college. I want to see a running back wear number five, okay? Yeah, I, I wanted I want. him when Reggie Bush came to the league, you know, like, and, and he appealed to and was like, I'll donate for every jersey that sold uh, my number five jersey to, like, a charity and everything else. And the NFL was like, fuck you. Uh, and it probably would have sold, like, gangbusters. This 25 jersey sold just fine, but. Right, but the five, I would have probably bought the five. I mean, yeah. the foot so sick or a two. I love it. I love a good two on a jersey, but I mean. <laughs> It's just me. Dude, fucking, I love, uh, Good Nathan I love when a de- house. Dude, but a defensive lineman, when they rock a fucking single digit, Ugh. ew, love it, <gasps> into it, need it, bar. Need it in my life. So, or, or a wide out. Wide receivers. And, and some sick. teams, like the Bears, dude, have so many retired numbers that they don't almost have a choice at this point. Uh, so I wonder if that has something to do with the rule too, but I don't know. Maybe they should just start unretiring him. Fuck it. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did we talk about? If no the one Browns? knows who you are. You can't have your number retired. Exactly. If it's like that guy that that had to give his number to JJ Watt and no one knows off the top of their mind. Sorry, you got to give it to the new guy. Fair is fair. Uh, did we yeah, talk about these. the Browns uh, getting what's his cock? We were like, ooh, he might get, they might get clowny. And then uh, I think it got cut out of the episode where I was like, that's the rumor. And then it, it happened inevitably. I didn't do anything, no Sir Domacy there. I kind of just read the internet. But uh, I'd love to take Still credit cool. for it. Yeah, I'd love to take well, credit for it. Well, and so that's, that's going to be a nasty line with uh, Helmet Donker and <laughs> Jadavian Clowney. Marvel. You know, did you see that they saved 11 million bones getting rid of Sheldon Richardson? Yeah, and I've heard he yeah. was on the Vikings for one year. I've heard he's a I remember horrible uh, locker room guy. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it wasn't a great time. Yeah, and Zimmer doesn't fuck that way. There's no horrible horrible locker room guys in this organization. No, we will Zimmer go doesn't fuck. seven and nine, and we will be respectful. No love boats under Zimmer. No, no. Although a stable of running backs was the love boat scandal. Although that team was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. My uh my last thing uh I have is T, who's the dude that um sat out for the Vikes last year and so now he's like just now got to the facility. Michael like, Pierce? And, yeah. Uh, I don't really know shit all about this guy. And he's I a, like he a existed. big... And they're like, remember this guy who didn't play last year? And I'm like, I respect that. I respect you not playing yeah. this weird year. He's like one of the top like run-stuffing D-tackles. And then we also signed um, Dalvin Tomlinson, too, from the Giants. And he was like ranked third at, at stopping the run in the middle. So, I mean, no more Al- Alvin Kamara, like, running for six on us next year. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not, dude. That I was hope like, not. Oh, the Vikings are playing on Christmas. And then it was, like, getting, like, a stocking full of, like, baby shit. Yeah, it was probably worse than baby shit even. I mean. Fuck lumps of coal, dude. Hot diarrhea. Soupy fucking diarrhea. Yeah, you're right. That's. By way of Alvin Kamara scoring fucking six, a, a six spot, and and it could have been seven or pro, or eight even like if they wanted to. Run I think it, it should have been. 
It should have been Taysom. At that point, at that point, rub it in. That's why I was like, I wanted Brady to win seven because I'm like, at that point, let's just see it. Let's just see how high it can go. Yeah, I guess. I don't care. I don't care anymore. I don't care. Whatever. Um, He's just with Miles move. Garrett pairing up with Judavian Clowney, those are both number one picks with like oddly similar physical profiles. Totally, both freak athletes. Yeah, true. Um, obviously Garrett gets the sacks. Judavian hasn't really got the sacks. He's had a lot of pressures and disrupt disruptions, but um, I mean, they literally got his salary from cutting Richardson. So I think it actually does make their defense better. They had Olivier Vernon last year, who was really good though. So I don't know. Yeah. I think that's cool. It's a Madden move. Did you hear his? It uh, is. Did you hear his like presser? Uh, like what Clowney said. Like he was like, um, he's like, yeah. I mean, they won more. Th- they won more than my team won. So and like stuff like that. Like he was like trashing like, uh, like the Titans and shit. And he's like, he was, and, yeah. And then and then uh, even yeah, though he, he was, was hurt, like half right. the year like right he's like well they're winning over there and it's like okay and then uh i thought he had a cool quote though and i don't know if it's his if it is it's like i'm really impressed by it was uh he's like yeah i'd say the sky's the limit but it's probably higher than that i mean there's footprints on the moon isn't there and i was like whoa he i, I remember like, yeah he I'm did like, say that i was like what a that's fucking smooth i'm like, like that wordsmith i was like if he thought of that and that's not from like a song or something i'm like blown away i'm like jesus christ yeah if who tip of the hat yeah yeah if that like, isn't well, from edgar Allan poe i don't know who I mean, it I'm, is I'm t- that is a fun looking team that's all i'm saying for real there's so many superstars on that team I'm it is a- I'm but listen browns consistently i'm gonna i'll do a hot take Hot take. I would I would not be surprised to see the Cleveland Browns be eight and eight next season. Ooh, I would. I would too. I'd be surprised. You would? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that this. I mean, historically, I would agree with you. And two two seasons ago, this season, like uh, like preceding this past season, T, I would also agree with you then. But now, I don't believe in Baker I've Mayfield. Seen I. I kind of do now. I've found out what happens when I talk shit about Baker Mayfield on this. He goes and fucking kicks kicks ass. So it's like, I I think I'm there. I think he's. I think that as long as he's feeling like cocky, as long as he's feeling bakery, it actually works for him. And and that's guess, when, that's when things really take off. And the, the, I think they'll be back in the playoffs and and maybe making a deeper run. I think they might make a. I think the Ravens are still the team to beat in their division. And they have a tough schedule coming up next Are season. They? Are I was they? just thinking their division, dude, and I was like, Bengals, no. Ravens, probably no, based off what they showed this year. And then, like, Steelers, I think, probably regress, wouldn't they? I have a, I mean, they have to, right? Like, Yeah. Right? But in my so mind, I, I still think I just, I just can't pick the Browns over – a uh, non-COVID like ravaged Steelers team who was who were eleven and 0, eleven and zero before they got dicked by COVID and and by the NFL and then a Lamar Jackson without like all the COVID shit going on and in a healthy team and you know they're gonna draft both those teams are gonna draft well the Browns could mega dick their draft 
because it's the Browns. I mean, it's the Browns. I mean, they've been Bro, hitting on some guys I lately. I don't they think have, it's the Browns is true anymore. I, I could eat my words. I think history, it is still the, true. The I don't like. Of, of, I don't think Baker Mayfield is it. Historical proof could could smack me across the mouth, but yeah, I think they could finish like third in their division or second. Bro. They haven't been blatantly missing on their picks lately, is what I'm saying. No, like Denzel Ward, good. Their left tackle last year from Alabama, Jedrick Wills or whatever. Good. Uh, that was no. Stefanski. That was Tampa Bay. Good. That was Tampa Bay. You believe Bay. in the Stefanski? No, that's Trist. That's Tristan Wirfs. Oh yeah, you're right. Did I say that. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I always wrong. mess up names. This anyway. isn't fucking. But I, that's all I'm saying. This isn't, this isn't Bubba right. Ray Dudley coaching these guys anymore. Okay, it's fucking <laughs> Kevin Stefanski. This isn't Hard Knocks. Right. So you're right. I love me some Stefanski boy. But I do not like Baker Mayfield, and I do not. I don't believe him. I don't believe in him yet. Even I, though he I, almost, he almost did. He did almost beat the Chiefs. Yes, last year, but he should have beat the Chiefs last year. Let's be honest. He couldn't. What? Why? He couldn't. The defending Super Bowl champions like, and went to came out of nowhere to make the playoffs. He had beat the shit out of the Steelers. Aiden, who have he been had historically dogged. He had two or three possessions right to beat Chad Henney, and he couldn't. That game was like twenty-one to seventeen, and Mahomes went out of the game, and Chad Henney point. came in point. and beat Baker that. Mayfield. Okay, he should have beat the Chiefs there. That's he should have beat the Chiefs because they had Chad Henney. I'm willing. He couldn't beat. And I don't Chad. think the Chiefs' defense is that good. No, but you. I agree. No. I agree. I and agree. he choked. That, I remember. That's it. a choke. He but choked. But it's also. But it's also, and I think I said this on the show, that like the year before Josh Allen was this was this like fucking badass. He did like a like a. We took a shit team to the playoffs, and he choked a bit, and then he came out and like was like a a cocky stud the next year. So it's like. I, I think that this yeah. is the, a benchmark, and it goes higher. Personally, that's an inter- It's Baker, an interesting Baker's story. Always been a cocky stud. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. I know. But I think he is on the uptick because at okay. one point everyone was saying all Baker Mayfield can do is roll out to the right and fuck up. That was like the narrative. Like, I don't worry if he, if anything happens. Baker the whole show, and then I kept getting like smacked in the face. And he went on a run at the end of the year, and yeah, he did shit the bed at the end but i think that is team is on the uptick he did get, he did get them there he did get them there so i mean i think it's good for the nfl when the browns are good but i mean oh yeah of course you for know sure. what i mean so and, i'm not gonna something... i'm it's not like i'm gonna root against them but i just i, I want to pump the brakes on them a little bit because everyone's like oh dude like 12 13 win and i just i don't see it yet you know what I mean? But I'm not I, willing, I could be wrong. I could. I hear I'm not they willing could go to thirteen out, and three. So yeah, or well, isn't it more now? Don't we have fucking more games? Seventeen yeah. regular season yeah, games. Yeah, fourteen and Yay. three. Yay! I don't even know if we talked about that on the show. I think that's so strange, but it's very. It's gonna be weird. Well, it's gonna so fuck weird. up our math. Someone it's gets fuck up everything. Someone they gets nine everything. games on the road. I know. I feel like such a geezer being upset about it. I I think I'm o- I think I only care because I like the number I've grown up with. But it was less games than that when my parents were around. So it's like you know you know or you know well. Yeah, it was fourteen. But <laughs> you see what I'm saying. There's never gonna be an eight and eight. No, eight and eight's gone. You know what I mean? That's the that's the that's the uh, the the perfect. Oh balance wait, that's so you can't be five hundred. That's how you keep your job. 
You yeah, can you be can. 500, Unless right? you get you a tie. tie. Yeah. What is Jason... Eight, eight, one. Dude, if Jason Garrett ever gets another NFL head coaching job, he's dead. 8-8-1. Eight, eight, he dude, can't go 8-8... Eight, eight, oh, yeah, 8-8. We, and, should, rename, we should rename the podcast to 8-8-1. Eight, 8-8-1. Eight, one. Eight, eight, one. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very, very, like, league average podcast. Yeah, yeah, except for if fucking if if they added if they could have added another game to me and Aiden's high school season, and then we could have gone zero and ten. Anything else we feel like talking about this week before we roll into your guys's sumptuous mock draft right before the draft? I don't believe so. There wasn't too I'm... much news. We've actually probably got enough content here to potentially make it. I agree. No, I think pods. this is an app. No, this is a zone episode. But then I think I still yeah. think you should do. I still think next week's episode should just be your mock. Yeah, and well, okay, and we if can just if you want to. Well, yeah, we can do that. You I'll can be on still it. you can still be on it, friend. Yeah, I agree. Sounds a lot like Luke doesn't want to do any draft research th- these coming weeks. It's not that I don't want to do draft search. And I, I know I just, me. And, I, feel I like know I, me and T will be. I'm so weary of it. Like it's because like we've been. It's like every day is the same news of like like here's these players. Like it's slightly different in this new mock draft, and I'm like, all right. And like I I I get well, you. I'm just excited no, for the. I feel I, that. Show me. I want the draft. I want it too. I'm I'm getting sick of like looking it up and seeing all the changes. I'm just like, give me give me content. I want it. So it was always like the same feeling I would get. I'd be really excited like a month before Madden, but like a week and a half, two weeks before getting Madden, I'd be like, fuck, I just want to get it and play it. I want the content. Same right. with the draft. I'm like, speculation's well, fun. That's, but and, then you get close. Well, it's, it's like, like dude, when you're gonna, all right, let's just get this draft. It's like when you're going to go on vacation or something. You're like, right. dude, just get it over with. Well, it's off-season in general. Eight. The like, build-up's I, fun. I'm, but I want the you're fucking just ready football to get to season it. always. I want it now. I want to watch the draft. That's good TV. I love that event. It's exciting. It's like fucking, I'm ready for that. Dun, 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 so, dun. We're so dun, dun. We're so close, man. About 10 Everybody gets good. Uh, it's on the 30th yeah. so 12 days cool. are you are you sure about that 30th i thought it was 29th. is it the 29th i thought it okay was. yes i think first round must be 29th so we'll we'll um we'll be giving you all the draft news in the next couple weeks so stick with us uh for nfl mayo i'm luke i'm aiden i'm t and we will see you next sunday bye bye I'm